Dear Math, grow up and solve your own problems. What did you think of that, Tom? So angsty. I know. I'm sorry. It was pretty angsty. Let's not have an angsty episode, but let's do it. Welcome to Dad Tales, the podcast by dads for dads. Whether you're a new dad or a seasoned pro, we'll have something for you. Thanks for being here. What up, Bay? It's the claps. The claps just get me excited. <laughs> What's up, dude? How's it going, man? Good. How are you? I feel like it's been weeks. It is July. Yeah. It's Friday night in July. We're recording again on a Friday. Friday. Back in the day, Friday night used to mean something, and now it's just like, I'm home from work again, and uh, I'm going to go to bed at 10. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> If you're a country music artist, it apparently means football games and beer and drinking in a parking lot. And Is that a song? No, I mean, it's like every country song talks about like, <laughs> Friday nights down at the ball field. You know, it's like or, everyone who lives yeah, in the South. That's what they do on Fridays. <laughs> is, that, is that a generalization? Probably. It probably was. It probably was. So, hey, man. Hey, uh, episode 24 whoa really yeah and we're actually we should just say this up front uh i'm going on vacation next week and we are gonna take our first week off so no no content at all next week um which will be pretty much the same for our social media yeah no content at all (laughs) i deserve i deserve that i deserve Um, that (laughs) I no, dude, that. but I mean, come on, like it's summer, you're going to be gone for a few days. Like we, we would, we already can't talk about, we already don't know what to talk about. So like, <laughs> we don't want to stress our creative minds. I think we have some cool, I do think we have some cool ideas and some stuff we've, we've, we've talked about doing that hopefully we can, we'll start doing and that'll start even, even some, uh, tonight with one of the sort of segments that we'll, we'll introduce. But, um, but before we get there, yeah. How was your, how was your 4th of July? Do you have a good, mm. good 4th of July? That was great, man. That, that, uh, extra day off was like, that was super clutch. Like, yep. can that happen every year? Cause that was awesome. It um, was, it was amazing. It, except like Tuesday was the most like Monday, Monday E Tuesday that I've ever had. I agree. But today felt like the, the, the Friday Wednesday <laughs> or the Wednesday Friday. Like I was like, gosh, I, it's I, already like, Friday. I feel fresh. It's Friday. Like let's, let's have a Friday night. Like let's go to bed at midnight. That sounds great. <laughs> No, honestly, like that extra day off was awesome. Um, had a lot of good family time, smoked some pork. So I had some good pulled pork. Okay. Okay. Took, took Margaret to see some fireworks, uh, which was just like, let's see if she hates them. She loved them. Did dude. She lo- she was dude, just like, I mean, well, how could I feel like you most kids? I mean, Lena's like was like totally she didn't like the booms a little bit, but like loved like all the colors. And like, I mean, how could you not be enthralled with that? You know, I know when those big those big ones are my favorite. Those ones that like, get really big in your face and they go. Yeah. <sighs> I also like the ones them? that have the cattails that like once oh, they yeah. explode, they like they almost like trickle down. You know what I mean? Like they're like falling almost like like shooting there's, stars sort of. There's probably like a personality test that we could take. What kind of firework are you? And you're a <laughs> you're a cattail firework and I'm a, a big boom. Kind of <laughs> oh, oh, um, oh, that's maybe awesome. you're a fire. Maybe you're a firework. Okay. As so no, it was it was go great, and show them what you're worth, Tom. What I'm worth. They I don't can, know. We're going to find out go. together. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh i had a great time then uh That's how about awesome. you what'd you guys do yeah so we just went to uh, a friend's house and hung out and i spent way too much money on fireworks um wait 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 tell me tell me tell me what did you get uh so we got one that was like so we got like some smaller stuff like fountains and stuff and then we got my friend and i that we were together we got some cakes like they're called cakes, but it's like, you know, like you like light them and it's like, you know, 10, 15, 12 shots. Well, we got one cake that was 183 shots called the ammo crate. Wow. That was pretty insane. Uh, another one called pheasants in flight. That was super cool. So like what it did was like, it would shoot up like all these flaming, it, it would like shoot up flaming balls and then it would like be followed by like in rapid succession, like a bunch of big fireworks. So it's almost like it was like the, the little flaming balls were like the pheasants and then the fireworks were like the like the the hunter like shooting you know like shooting oh, the pheasants yeah, it was, it was cool. actually kind of cool like the way that they designed it yeah. it like it like kind of made sense but the best one honestly that 183 shot one was really cool but it was like 
I mean, it was like so insane that like you can't really measure it against the rest of them. But we had one called the Shotgun Wedding that was really good. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so we bought some yeah, bought some fireworks. Went out to um, our friend's house, shot him off. Um, cool. Had smoked smoked a cigar. Had some had some whiskey. Just really, uh, I I I did feel like I was living on the edge a little bit when I had, was smoking the cigar and lighting the fireworks. I'm like, if like ash or something falls into one of these, like I'm I'm gonna get my face blown off. Um, but you know, hey, I'm like Fourth of July is all about risking it for freedom, baby. Exactly, exactly. And I was red, like, red, white, and blue, and maybe a little more red than you. Brought can. to your courtesy of the red, white, and blue. You ever heard that song by Toby Keith? He Is says, that a Budweiser commercial? Well, yeah, it probably know. wasn't a Budweiser commercial, but like, like, I'm like, you, you like, you sit down, he like sits down to like write this song, you know, like I just like am picturing this in my head, and like one of like one of the lines in the song like that repeats is like, "We'll put a boot in your ass." It's the American <laughs> yeah, way. I'm like, dude, like, like, like how how much whiskey do you have to have before you just like decide that you're like gonna, get out, get like, out? Are you just gonna write a song like that? You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, like. Different times. Dude. I Different guess. Times. Yeah, I know, man. I'm like, <laughs> I know. Anyways, I'm like, yeah. So, anyways, yeah, it was a great, uh, great Fourth of July. Tons of fun. Um, I, I, I've always liked the Fourth of July. I feel like it sort of is a kickoff to summer. You know, yeah. um, uh, really gets summer going. And I like that. It, very similar to like uh, Thanksgiving's also like probably one of my favorite holidays. Probably even higher than Fourth of July. But I just love them because there's like not presents or anything involved. It's like literally just like getting together and just eating and like in the case of Fourth of July, like doing really stupid crap with fireworks. Like blowing stuff up. Yeah. Exactly. I agree with you. I think it's it's also one of the days where you can be like irrationally patriotic. <laughs> and it's like yeah. fine. Like everyone's like, Yeah, yeah, it's for wearing time. American flag <laughs> underwear and you know, bandana and you're having a good time and, and that's all you're wearing and, and yeah. it's fine. <laughs> and you're sunburned and whatever. I don't know. It's just it's just kind of fun. People let loose and have a good time. And I've actually uh, I've actually thought it'd be sweet to put like stripes like of tape on myself and stars and just like lay out in the sun and get completely just roasted and then I think pull that's them a really good idea. and then pull them off and then literally you would have a, a stars and stripes tan. I think it's a really good idea. I think that's an excellent <laughs> idea and you should try it. You should try that. Next, Where would the stars be on your back? Yeah, probably. On my, I think I would do the whole thing on my back. Oh, the whole thing. So, like, it would be a, a flag. Up It'd be like a flag. Back. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, next year, maybe Dad tells live on location. I'll just lay in the grass. <laughs> we'll do this. You can take pictures throughout and keep people informed. And we'll it's see. Still, we're still in the octave of the 4th of July. I think we can do this. <laughs> you I think we co- can still do this. If it's sunny tomorrow, come on over. No, Should I come I mean, over and I'll paint you with stars and stripes? When, when, my, mom, <laughs> when my mom hears this, I'm sure I'm going to get a text that is like, please wear... Um, which this is this is true in a PSA. Please wear sunscreen because you're gonna yeah. you'll get skin cancer or something. Right, right, you exactly. Know, which she's not wrong, but she's not wrong. I mean, we're trying to I ruin might, our fun. Yeah, but one time, I mean, I might. <laughs> kidding. Yeah, come on, mom, don't ruin our fun. Would we use tape or how would we? I guess so. I yeah, guess, just or, just or like, just masking tape, dude, or like duct tape, but just thin thin little things of duct tape. I mean, I don't. Like, it can't. It's not that hard. It on, what if we painted it on and then we just wash it off? That's fine. With the, with I don't care. That's don't fine. Wanna, However, I don't, I don't care how paint. it happens. I just, I want this. I just, I, I just want to get like an American flag sunburn just to see what it just <laughs> because. I mean, think about it. Like, think about it. If you had a friend, I mean, you are my friend, so think about it. <laughs> if you had a friend that got an American flag sunburn, like, don't tell me that like you wouldn't like tell that story at a party where you're like, oh yeah, like, dude, like, I know you got a horrible summer today at the beach, but like this one time, my friend like painted the American flag on his back, bro. And like laid in the sun, like all day, got totally yeah, just but cooked. I couldn't tell the story because I would be the one who had painted you. And that's weird. <laughs> that's too intentional. <laughs> There's too much work for that to be like a funny story. That's I true. think people would get held up on like, wait, you painted him. Well, no, what, what, what you should do is just cut, cut holes in my shirt. Uh, and don't tell me about it. And then I'll just wear my shirt. <laughs> Wait, but the, okay. All right. Now we're getting somewhere. Now we're getting, we need some, we are, we are, we are, we're, 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 we're off the rails already. <laughs> you think we're <laughs> spending started. too much time on this? Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's funny. Um, what do you drink? So what, what beverage are you consuming? I've got, uh, at the Karani household tonight. Yeah. I've, I've got, it's like a tequila lemonade. I don't know. It's nothing fancy. I got some tequila and, um, some of that Aldi sparkling lemonade. So you have tequila and, and lemonade like, okay. It's a, it's a tequila. 
I wish I had some mint or something. I think mint would go really well. Oh, dude. Uh, Just muddle some mint in there. You know? So if a, I wonder, like, okay, so what's a, like, lemon and tequila? Is that like a mon- mongarita? I don't know. I'm trying to think of, like, if it's a margarita, like, what's the... I don't know. I'm sure it has a name. Yeah. Look, Google it. I'm drinking Old Forester at two ounces, which you have had. And yeah, it's delicious. And it's, it's delicious. I'm um, telling you, Old, Old Forester, if you find it at your liquor store, it is a, and you like bourbon, it is a, any of them, 19, there's the 1910, 1920. Hornitos. Very good. So, uh, 1910, 19, yeah, yeah, it was really good. It's just a lemonade tequila cocktail. I don't okay. Know. So, there's no name. So, we're going to name it the Dad Tale. This one is ginger. Oh, the summer dad. The summer dad. I feel like it's a summery drink. The you know? summer dad, and and it, but it but you got to dress it up with like mint or something. The uh, oh yeah okay okay we'll figure out we'll find a name I think it's good but see okay so all these ones online it's like lemonade and then ginger ale this oh. lemonade from Aldi is like sparkling so it's just two simple things I think. I think mint would make it much better. Interesting. Yeah, that's super interesting. Well, yeah, I'm just seeing interesting things. Um, yeah. Anyway, dude, what are we talking about today? <laughs> uh, that's, um, that's a great question. Uh, was so we, sorry, we just like went down a rabbit hole for the first eleven minutes. I know, and I don't know where to take it from here. I know. I'm like, should, we should just end it. Hey, guys, we're going on vacation now. See ya. See ya. <laughs> Obviously, we need one. Uh, no, so I, so I was thinking. Um, so we're getting ready. We're getting ready to travel next week with Lena, which is going to be crazy in and of itself because our flight leaves Kansas City next week when we, when we leave at like f- like five forty in the morning. Yeah, which means we're going to have like to the affordable flights. Yeah, well, and and it's also nice because it'll put us in like we'll get to Montana at like 1130 in the morning. So like in a certain sense, like it's pretty nice because, you know, we'll get there before nap. Lena can have lunch and then take a nap and like all things considered, like then, you know, we'll have the afternoon and evening to do stuff, you know, wheel around great falls and do some stuff, um, with my family. But, um, I'm like dreading, I'm, I'm absolutely dreading waking my toddler up at basically probably three 30 in the morning to, you know, take her to the airport because everything takes like everything takes longer when you have kids you have more stuff you know we're going for a longer period of time we can't just carry on like if i'm traveling for work like dude like i can i I got pre-check i can wheel in there like 45 minutes before my flight no problem right you've got like a laptop and maybe an overnight bag exactly but like with with a child you got your stroller you got your car seat you got to gate check it you know you got all this stuff you gotta get through security with your toddler Mm -hmm. everything right so (laughs) so anyway so i'm i'm like I have no idea what that, of course, what that's going to bring. Um, I know the anxiety well of that for sure. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, so will she wake up if you get her out of bed at three? Will she just be like awake? I don't know. That's like, we're kind of hoping she'll fall back asleep. But if she doesn't, like, shoot, dude, she's going to be awake for a long time. Like, yeah. you know, because like, I don't think she's going to sleep on the plane. And so we're just hoping we can get her to Great Falls, get her a good nap. She can wake up, play for a while again, and then like get to bed, you know, and have like a nice night of sleep. And then, you know, and then we'll be kind of back on a schedule. But like, I am, I'm definitely, so it will be interesting to see what happens. But, you know, and the, the most frustrating part is when we booked these tickets, the plane left at seven, which I was like, that's actually not bad because we have to be at the airport by five. So it's like we wake up at like, you know, 4 30, you know, we're close enough to the airport. We can get there by around five, maybe a little bit after. We'll be fine. It's not that early. And then they changed it after we bought the tickets. They changed the flight to like 5.30 a.m. departure. And we're like, oh, that's mm. really nice. Okay, awesome. That stinks, man. <laughs> so anyways, so. What do you guys do? Be, are you going to have someone drop you off at the airport? Are you going to park? We're just going to park. We're just going to park. We had debated that, but like my parents are already in Montana. They they got there today. Oh. So there's not really, I mean, Megan's mom um, could take us, but, you know, I mean, there's just not really, um, there's just not really like a great, um there's not really a great option, like especially that time in the morning. And then we get yeah. back having someone having to come and get us. Cause we get back at like a one o'clock on a Tuesday. It just like, wasn't oh, really okay. feasible. So we're just, we're like, we'll just, um, you know, we'll just, we'll just drive and park our car and cool. Go from there. Yeah. So, and the parking is not bad at Kansas city airport. 
No, no, no. It's not right bad. there. Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad. So it'll be fun. Wish us luck. But that, um, yeah, absolutely. I am really excited. But anyway, but, but part of what one of the things that I would, <coughs> pardon me, I've been thinking about is just this concept of like, you know, like spending time with your kids and like, you know, like taking them on vacation. And like, you know, I think it's hard, like, as parents, um, maybe I don't know if you struggle with this, but I don't want to like dig too much into just like work and the work side of stuff. But like, like, I feel like that it can definitely be a struggle as a parent to sometimes juggle like your commitments to your, your profession and the work that you do. And, you know, your like fiduciary responsibility to your employer, right. To like be available, get work done, do good work. Right. Like all of those things. And also being like there for your kids because like sometimes like your kids get sick they do this but like oh i have a big meeting like and i think sometimes it's like i think sometimes it's it's um it's just like hard to man like sometimes like hard to manage that you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um because you because it's like you need to be there for your family but it's also like well like i have to provide for my family right so like i want to do good good work and i want to like I don't know. And it's just something that I struggle with. And I especially sometimes struggle with like checking out when I'm on vacation, like, you know, like really being like off and like, and some people, like, I think some people probably are just like one, either they have a job where that's easier or they, that's just their, like, that's just how they are. I just like have trouble with it. And so like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I just think it's something I've been really thinking about the, like when I go on vacation with, with Lena here and, and on this trip, like I really do want to sort of like, just sort of like, be as checked out as I can be and like checked out in the sense of like from work responsibilities and just like checked into like what my family's doing, but it's really, it's hard. Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's hard, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, especially if you care about the work that you do and you care about the company that you work for, like you want to be, you know, you want to do the right thing. You want to be a good employee, but like sometimes, sometimes checking out or like finding a little bit of time for yourself, like can actually make you probably, I think even like better and more productive. Does that make sense? Like, I don't know. It's just something I've been thinking about that I've been grappling with is like, how do we as parents sort of find the, you know, I I guess space, I don't know if space is the right word, but like find that balance between like, you know, working and doing good work and being as available as we can for our employer while also not losing sight of the fact that our, you know, one of our primary responsibilities is is ultimately taking care of our family, right? In the sense of like, not just financially, but from like a physical, mental, like, you know, perspective as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yep. And the work that we do and a lot of parents do, especially parents that have a couple jobs, you know, it, like you're saying, it sustains your family's life, right? Like food on the table, rent, whatever. Um, but yeah. at the same time, it's also good for us as parents. Cause it like it work, work is good because it makes you, um, uh, it, it, it shows you like sort of in a way your worth, like it, it gives you dignity because you're contributing to something bigger than yourself. Sure. You know? And you're part and of that's a not team. To say it's and, all, what's that? And you're a part of a team oftentimes. Yeah. Is that yeah, team exactly. dynamic? Yep. And, and, and that's not to say like, it's all you should do. Like there was, there's a situation that happened at work this week where I was talking to somebody and I was, we were commenting about just like an interaction we had and, we said like, you know, we want to make sure that like our job is important to us. Absolutely. And we want to like what we do for 40 hours a week plus. Um, but like, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't define who we are, our work ethic, our meaning in life, all that stuff, you know? So like Mm -hmm. on the one hand, it's a job and it, it shows you that like you can achieve things and, it's good to achieve things. I mean, like it's good to make your mark. Yeah. I think it's like, I think it's like a natural human inclination to like want to leave an impact, right? Like I want to make a difference. That's what a lot of people say, but I think my opinion, one of the most important ways that we make a difference in the world is by raising our kids and raising good trying. I mean, trying to raise when I trying to raise good kids like that grow up that are kind, empathetic, contribute to society and impactful in their own impactful way. Right. Like, I mean, that is leaving a mark. Yep. Right. Absolutely. And I think, I think that our generation, we, it's, it's a, it's hard. It's like two sides of the same coin because on the one hand, I think a lot of us millennials and stuff like, like we realize that 
work-life balance is essential. Like, hey, I need time with my family. I need time to go on vacation. I need time off to like take my kid to get ice cream, you know, whatever. Like, I think, I think our generation claims that more, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, we're way more connected than our parents were. So we do get the emails at 10 o'clock at night. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm the same way I'm tempted to respond to, I got an email last night at midnight and I saw it this morning when I woke up at five 45 and my first thought was like, what, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) But I I think I've said it on here before. My dad told me something once, um, piece of advice. I won't forever forget. He, he was just like, you teach people how to treat you. And he meant that in a lot of ways, but in particular, he meant professionally, like, because I asked him, I was like, why don't you, um, why don't you text your, he's a dispatcher. And so he, I was like, why don't you text your drivers back or not your drivers? Why don't you text other dispatchers back, whatever, at 10 PM when they, or why don't you send emails on Sunday or something? It was a question like that. And he was like, if I sent them on Sunday, people would know that they could get a hold of me on Sunday and they'd keep sending them. But if I don't reply till Monday, that's just the expectation they'll have in their head, you know? So I think there's part of that too. It's, it is a tough balance of like, I want to do this because it's for me, you know, like I, I want to do this for me, but also like I need to set some boundaries for my family as yeah. well. Yeah. No, I, I think, and, and I, I think that's, that's such an interesting, um, just interesting idea. I mean, our, you're so right. Like, like our parents' generation, you know, when they were like, I know, I mean, there's, there's, you know, like, boomers that are still in the workforce so this is not like a i'm not meaning this like in a derogatory way at all but like when when baby boomers like my my parents who you know entered the workforce or were even in the middle of their careers technology while there were i'm sure aspects of technology that were utilized in the workplace work did not unless it came home with you on a you know notepad and and pen you know or your your notebook or you know, brought files home or whatever, and you picked up your phone and called someone. Like, there was no way for people to get a hold of you. So when you right. left the office for the day, yeah, you might have some work you could do in your study at night. You know, ten o'clock at night after your kids went to bed. You know, you're reviewing for a meeting or whatever it might be. But you weren't you weren't able to just like sort of be gotten a hold of at any hour mm-hmm. of the day, or you know, or be sort of plugged in in the same way. And I mm-hmm. think. But I think that, like, for me, like, I watched my, like, my parents and, like, other other members of, of sort of that generation of my family, like, work extremely hard. And I think that, like, my, you know, I feel like my parents have instilled in me a good work ethic. Like, I work hard and I like, you know, I like getting into the, my office and work early. Like, sometimes if I need to stay late, I will. But, like, and so I think that, like, I do think our generation, and I know people, like, knock millennials, but I think that, like, millennials have a good work ethic, almost to the point where it's, like, it's, we have to learn how to separate stuff because it's, like, I get an email and I want to respond because I care about my work, but I have to, like, set a boundary for myself at the same time to be, like, okay, it's 9 o'clock at night. Do I really have to respond to this tonight? Right? Or, yeah, you right. Know, like, does that does that make sense? Like, I think, yeah, like, and I think that, I think... Yeah part of the, one of the reasons we might not set boundaries. One of the reasons that I'm tempted to reply at, you know, 10 o'clock is because um, I think like at the end of the day, I don't want to fail. It's like, no one wants to fail. Sure. And so sure. you, you overcompensate a little bit and you overfunction. And I think it just ends up sort of burning you out at the end of the day, you know, like you, you're yeah. Yeah. You just, you just don't at, at some point, you don't have enough to give. There are only so many hours in the day. And yeah, like if it's not structured and I, you know, I I could say like, this is true for me, but I think this is true for everyone. If it's not structured, if those boundaries aren't set, like, Hey, between six and eight, that's sacred time that I'm playing with my kid. Like I'm not going to schedule anything. I'm not going to watch TV. I'm not going to mow the lawn. I'm not going to work like, Margaret gets, I get home at five 30. Margaret's home soon after that. Like, yep. That's my time to see her. That's Before she goes to bed. Yep. Yep. Right. I'm, I'm probably putting her to bed too. So it's like, um, and, and I want to do that. You know, I have, I have to, if I want to spend time with her, that's what I have to do. So there's like everything, there's trade-offs, you know, like the the email can wait two hours. Well, yeah. And that's, yeah. And I think, I think it's, I think, and, 
And I think boundaries can be healthy in the sense of like, okay, like maybe, you know, so like maybe instead of, you know, checking every hour or something, it's like, hey, I'm going to put my phone or my computer down and from, you know, six to eight, I'm going to do this. And then, you know, once, you know, you know, once Lena goes to bed, I'll hop downstairs, open up my computer, take a look. Okay. Anything come in that's important. Great. I can respond. If not, okay, I'll put it away for the night, you know, yeah, like, yeah. And so I think like, I, th- I think when it's setting boundaries, it's not like, well, I'm just going to totally ignore everything, you know? And like, like, I, I don't think that's responsible, but I also think it's like, okay, putting some structure in place around it to say, here's sort of what I will do, you know, or here, here's how I'll like, not like, like sort of compensate for the fact that I know I always want to be plugged in. Like I'm going to give myself, Hey, here's your 25 minutes to go and check stuff, you know? And, you know, make sure there's nothing critical, eases your mind, whatever it is. And then if there is something, you can respond to it. If there's not, okay, then, but you, the, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, so you're, and people have different, people have different work expectations as well. I suppose, sure. oh, you yeah. know, like yeah, obviously sure. there are different things. Well, and, uh, and your role might necessitate, like if you're doing like 24 seven support and you're on call, like it might necessitate that like you have to be completely plugged in. Right. And that's okay. Like there's nothing like, so I think part of it too is your job, but even within your job, like finding that balance because i think that the more that you can keep your sort of like you know cup or sort of bucket whatever it might be like filled up right like by doing things outside of work doing things with your family that sort of like we talked about last week like sort of self-care you know things that things that help to make you feel refreshed make you feel better whatever it is like the more that you can find time for those things you know I do think it makes you more productive when you sit down you're like okay like i'm going to work and i'm going to work extremely hard like I think that you can be more productive when you find a work-life balance than even if you just like, like if, I mean, there's been days where it's like, I've worked really long days. And by the end of the day, like I'm like, I'm, I'm so unproductive because it's just mm-hmm. like, I'm just, my brain is fried, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think like finding that balance where you can shut it down for a little bit or, you know, set some boundaries for yourself to, to figure out like how, you know, how do I sort of maximize my productivity and, does that make sense? Like, yeah, no, I, I agree actually. So today this is interesting. And this, I think this works for me in terms of like scheduling and setting expectations for my work today, Friday afternoon, I had a couple meetings scheduled and earlier this week, I was like, Oh man, those Friday afternoon meetings. But I realized as I, as the week went on and I was planning stuff, I was like, they actually keep me really organized because like I planned my work around them. Both of them got canceled. And then from like 12 o'clock on, it was like, I still got stuff done, but I didn't follow the schedule that I set for myself because my meetings were gone, you know? So that's, and that's sort of what I mean about like set that schedule, set the boundaries. Um, I don't know. I think it just, it helps me. Uh, Sure. And and I know everyone's situation is different. Um, I was going to say something. I can't remember what it was though, but (laughs) Anyways, I, I think the important I think the important takeaway is that, oh. um, so I, I just and we've talked about this, but like we only we have a we have a finite amount of time with mm-hmm. our kids, right? Mm-hmm. We just we do, and you know, obviously our our role as parents, whether you're a dad or a mom, I mean, some you know, sometimes whether whether you're staying home or not, like our job is to provide a great you know, hopefully the best life for our kids possible give them the things that they need, you know, help them to learn how to be successful. And yes, that does involve us, us working and making sure that we can are financially, you know, able to do that, but we can't lose sight of the other, the other things like our time and our attention. Right. And so I think that it's just important as parents, as we go through life and work that like, we try to remember that, you know, like, it's, it's a lot of work to raise good kids and like, we got to make sure that we like put the F like we're making the time to like be there, be there for our kids because that's what they're going to remember. They're not going to remember that you made X amount of money and you did this or that. I mean, sure. They'll know what you did, but like what they're going to remember is like when my dad came home from work at, you know, five thirty, he dropped his stuff on the floor and started wrestling with me, you know, like that's the kind of stuff they're going to remember. And so mm-hmm. we have to keep that in mind and be willing to, you know, find that with that, that work-life balance as best we can to be there for our kids. I think that's really important. Yep. I agree. I agree. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think that's, and everyone, I think everyone knows that and, and doing it 
doing your it's situation hard. is that's the that's where the rubber meets the road, mm-hmm. right? Just like yep. you got to do it. Yep. Got to do it for sure. So I wanted to try something different tonight okay. that I want to start. I think this is fun. So one thing that and we've done like some joking stuff with books and whatnot before, <laughs> um, but I want to share. Like I think I think it's important and. Th- data and, and evidence backs it up that it's important that you find time to read to your kids. All right. And Megan and I have been big believers of that. We started reading to Lena, like the week we brought her home from the hospital and, you know, um, and so, and there's so many good, there are, are actually, there are really a lot of like good children's books out there. Really. Yeah. good. And so what I was hoping we could do is kind of have a segment where, and maybe it's not every week, but once a month, we'll share a children's book that we like. Cool. And maybe just talk about it a little bit, you know, with sentimental, funny, there's some funny ones, uh, share those. And then also if you're a parent out there and you're listening and you're looking for like, Hey, like I'm looking for a good book or looking for a book to read to my kids or looking for a book to give for a baby shower. Like you'll have some ideas of some different books. I like it. So this one is by one of our favorite authors called on the night you were born by Nancy Tillman. So it's got some polar nice. bears dancing. Holding oh them. yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think Margaret has this book. So you, yeah, it's, it's a great, it's, it's a, it's a, it's very, very good. So we're going to read it. I'm going to read okay. it out loud. Gonna read and it we're going to, I'm going to read it to you. It's a bedtime Thank story. You. Okay. And my um, work. Yeah. It's a, it's a bedtime story. Oh, dad tales story time. Okay. That was kind of creepy. <laughs> Um, no, no, no. You need we need a segment like we that. do. Right, we we gotta, do. <laughs> call our audio engineer. Uh, yeah, exactly. So um, it's a great book. So we'll read it. We'll have a little discussion about it, and then I think that'll be kind of the end of the end of the episode. So on the night you were born, the moon smiled with such wonder that the stars peeked in to see you, and the night wind whispered, "Life will never be the same." Which the the night wind True. was not wrong. Uh, <laughs> Because there had so never been, my, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> because there had never been anyone like you ever in the world. Oh my gosh! So enchanted with you were the wind and the rain that they whispered the sound of your wonderful name. It sailed through the farmland, high on the breeze, over the ocean, and through the trees, until everyone heard it and everyone knew of the one and only ever you. Not once had there been such eyes, such a nose, such silly, wiggly, wonderful toes. When the polar bears heard, they danced until dawn. From faraway places, the geese flew home. The moon stayed up until morning next day, and none of the ladybugs flew away. So whenever you doubt just how special you are, and you wonder who loves you how much and how far, listen for the geese honking high in the sky. They're singing a song to remember you by. Or notice the bears asleep at the zoo. It's because they've been dancing all night for you. Or drift off to sleep to the sound of the wind. Listen closely. It's whispering your name again. If the moon stays up until morning one day, or a ladybug lands and decides to stay, or a little bird sits at your window a while, it's because they're all hoping to see you smile. For never before in a story or rhyme, not even once upon a time, has the world ever known a you, my friend, and it never will, not ever again. Heaven blew every trumpet and played every horn on the wonderful, marvelous night you were born. The end. For rhyming, I give it an eight and a half out of ten. <laughs> uh, for message, ten out of ten. It's ten great. out of ten. Yeah. However, can can you read this to your children if they were not born at night? Oh, dude. She, they need they, they need to rewrite it on the day you were born, mm. on the morning you were born. On the eve, on the eve, on the eve of your birth, of your birth. The eve of your birth. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you th- what do you think? Have you do you cry every time you read that, Selena? I do not, but i i like I like it. I think it's a sentimental book, and I think it's just no, a good reminder. Like, are if you have one kid, you have you know ten. Uh, you know, our kids are a gift, and they're precious, and they're unique, right? And even when we, you know. You know, we only have one, but, um, you know, like you can't probably parent each of your kids the same way. Um, so I think it's just, I think it's just a good reminder. I think it's, and I think it's a good reminder for our, our kids to know like, Hey, you're unique. You are, you know, you are 
perfect and wonderfully made. I don't know. You know, like it's just yeah. I, like I just think like that's what I get when I read that. And I, I that book is I like as it. much for parents as it is for kids. Absolutely. Can you like mommy read me this book before bed and like imagine like they were just going at it all day and mom reads that book and she's like, yeah, you're a special kid. Yep. You know, it's yep. it's it's a good reminder for everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I um, who's the author? Her name is Nancy Tillman. She writes another, um, my, it's, it's legitimately my favorite book. Um, uh, I forget what it's called. Um, it's so good. Oh, um, wherever you are, my love will find you. Uh, it's so good. Cool. It's, okay. We'll, we'll feature it, but yeah, it, it is. And I mean, it's on Amazon. It has 6,700 ratings and it has, it's five star. Like, wow, that's great. I mean, yeah, we'll probably review more of Lena's book because Margaret's books right now are like brown bear, brown bear. What do you see? <laughs> Margaret, Mar- Margaret's reading uh, Dada by Jimmy Fallon, where she's like, Dada, Dada. No, she is. We have Dada, Mama, <laughs> and, Mama. and Baby. Actually, she has the she has the baby book memorized. <laughs> do you do, do you want to hear a funny story? Yeah, I do. Uh, so for so uh, Lena was born in um, Lena was born in Aug in August, right and that next may so lena wasn't quite one yet but that i think it was may or or april whenever mother's day is for megan's like first official mother's day i gave her the book mama and i was and i wrote in the card to to megan that the reason that i gave it to her is because i was trying to teach lena to say mama so that when Mm -hmm. lena woke up at night i could be like you you hear her she's asked she's saying mama she's asking for (laughs) you i don't know i I don't know what you want me to do um no, but you know, we've like we've like lately, and sorry, I will we'll end it here shortly. But we've um, we've lately been kind of getting into like Lena, like it's very particular about who she wants to do something. Like I want, you know, mommy to change me. And yeah. That's but and so Megan and I have really been working working on like, well, I know you want mommy to change you, but like mommy's going to the bathroom right now, or mommy's doing something else, so like daddy's going to change you, and like there's some things that you can have a choice in. And sometimes like, this is just, this is just how it is. Like we don't, mm-hmm. you know, like I know that's what you want and I appreciate you telling me that's what you want, but unfortunately you don't always get everything you want in life. So like daddy's going to change your diaper right now. And that's caused yeah. some tantrums. I've been, uh, I, I, we just like ask Margaret, like, do you want to go? Do you want to go to grandma's? Do you, are you ready to leave? And she started today. We were at the pool. And I was like, all right, are you ready to go? Like, do you want to go home? And she just went, no. And no. I said, and I said, well, we're going to go home. <laughs> and she went, bye. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, you know, I should probably start just like telling her how it is <laughs> instead of asking yeah. her opinion all the time. <laughs> no, but you want to give, I mean, I think it's important that we like where we can, we give our kids like choices, you know, because I think that one, I mean, it helps with, decision making but to like you know i think like giving them some control of situations is is good mm-hmm. um and i actually think like there's times where it like helps lena from like having a meltdown where it's like okay like here are your two options like i know you're hungry do you want you know a pouch or do you want crackers you know or whatever and, like right. letting her like right. you know she's about to go full-blown meltdown mode and you know giving her a choice and letting her have some control sort of like helps um but yeah, sometimes you just got to be like, Hey, I like th- th- this is unfortunately not a choice. Right. <laughs> right. right. We're leaving. <laughs> yeah. We're, yeah, exactly. Like it's time to go home to get ready for bed. Yeah, exactly. We're not quite at that. Uh, she's not, you know, terribly throwing tantrums, but we'll get there soon. I'm sure sooner than later, dude, she's headbutting us. She's headbutting us. It's crazy. Wow. Have I talked about this yet? No. Like if you're, if she's frustrated or really tired, she'll just like, give you a solid headbutt right to the chest. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> and it's like, I think, I think it's because when we like rust wrestle, like I'll put my face into her like neck or her chest or something. So I think she just thinks it's like, a, I don't know what she thinks. It is. <laughs> but it that's funny. Hurts. She's got a hard head and she just like goes for it. So <laughs> sometimes I have to dodge her headbutts. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, you bought some crazy almond butter, but maybe we'll talk about that in two weeks. Are you ju- are you judging me? 
Well, I just am curious. I just want to know about it. I just want to know. So what's, what's, like we, we got, we got, we got a few minutes. Let's talk about it. All right. So you bought some almond butter. My wife saw it on the Instagram, and she's like, "What is Ryan Johnson doing?" I did. And I said, "I think he showed me this website before." Yeah, I I have shown showed it to you. The magical um, nut butter site. What's it called? It's called. It's like the Great American Butter Company or something. Hang on. <laughs> no, I mean seriously. I think that's what it's. Oh, no, I know. It's an awesome name for a website. Great American. I'm looking it up right now, and I and I'm not bringing it up to to dunk dunk on you. I must have dumped on oh, wait, you. No, you. Definitely don't want to. Dump American on Dream you. Nut Butter. <laughs> American Dream Nut Butter. Yeah, that's oh, a little. Uh, uh, but yeah. no, I'm I'm honestly just curious. How, tell me, tell us the flavors you got, and then tell me how they were. Um. Uh. Yeah. So I got three flavors. Um. I got uh, Andy's mint chocolate chip, uh, almond butter. So almond butter is the base, and then it's got you know other stuff mixed in. So I got a, um, I got a mint chocolate dream almond butter, and all of their almond butters are gluten free and egg free, which mm-hmm. is good because my my wife has to be gluten and egg free. Mm-hmm. So I got that. I got a confetti cake pop almond butter, which is the one that I had um, that I've opened, and it is fantastic. I like sliced some apples up and was just like dipping apples in it. And I'm like, wow, this feels like totally unhealthy. So is there? <laughs> <laughs> so is there like? Is there is there are there sprinkles in it? Like how no, it's just like in- blended together. I it's mean, just flavored. Yeah, and then I got another one called Cinnamon Toasties that's like Cinnamon Toast, like crunch sort of like... um, That one sounds good. Almond butter. So here's the flavors they have. Squeeze the Day, which is like a lemon cake uh, almond butter. Uh, Starberry Blast. uh, Snap Crackle Crunch. Bundle Up Blonde. Blondie Cinnamon Toasties. Sugar Pie Honey Chunk. Frosty (laughs) uh, Frosty Pebble Almond Butter. Butter My Cookie. Confetti Cake. Pop almond butter, just plain nutty almond butter, and vegan cookie batter almond butter. Oh, that this is okay. So like, it's like kind of weird, but I'm very intrigued. I am an adventurous food person, and so yeah. I might want to come over to your house and try some. You of your can try nut some. Butter. They're always gluten free. Can I try some of your nut butter? You can. You can. They're always gluten free. They're low carb, low sugar, high protein, and they're free of all artificial sweeteners. Do you think we can get the Great American Nut? company what's it called to sponsor us we, yeah. we should hey hey we'll tag them we'll tag them tag them hey i like if it. you're listening I- to this episode and you want to sponsor us we will we would not we would not say no we would not say no we yeah would say we won't okay. say no yeah so this is what it says this is this is what it says i'm just gonna read I'd, read I'd read ads for the nut butter our vegan confetti cake pop almond butter is the perfect low carb low sugar option for those following a vegan lifestyle yet want to enjoy a creamy confection. We start by blending premium roasted almonds until silky smooth and then hand whip the sweet taste of vanilla cake frosting throughout the entire jar. I'm telling you, dude, it's, it is absolutely fantastic. Trust wow. us, the decadent burst of cake flavor and frosting will leave you looking for crumbs. You just won't believe we could pack this much pastry goodness into an almond butter, and they're not wrong. It's, it's damn good. Well, uh, I'm intrigued. Uh... Nut Butter Company, if you want to send us some, I'll try it and I'll I'll, I'll read ads for you. Absolutely. I like almond <laughs> butter. Let's add some cake to it, baby. Yeah, it's so I got three of them. And the thing is, they stay good on the shelf for like over a year, which is awesome. Uh, like <clears throat> once they've been open, it's like six to eight months. But like unopened, they're good at least for a year, if not, I'm sure probably longer. So I ended up just ordering three of them. But um, I'm trying to like eat healthier and actually like it's. I mean, yeah, so like this morning for breakfast, I cut up an apple and I just, you know, had a couple of scoops of the almond butter and just dipped my apple in the almond butter. And Nice, dude. I was like, wow, I'm eating like an apple cake. <laughs> I don't, you know? <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, no, honestly, apples and almond butter are like fantastic snack, fantastic breakfast. Oh, so, it's good. so good. So good. So good. You should just I get the plain even... since you obviously are freaked out by the rest I'm of not freaked out. No, I appreciate flavors. I appreciate... <laughs> crazy ironic combinations i i could go for it i could do it they also make peanut butter dude i just noticed this oh i, I like almond but i honestly if i were if someone gave me an option you want peanut butter you want, i would take almond butter really I think i think it's got more i think it's nuttier 
I mean, dude, they have a um, white chocolate pretzel peanut butter. They have a cinnamon toffee crunch peanut butter. Mm. A double stuffed and fluffed peanut butter. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I have no <laughs> idea. I don't know. Uh, monster cookie peanut butter. Oh, um, that sounds good. Yeah, dude. I mean, give me s'more peanut butter. So it's got like marshmallows and graham cracker crumbs. I don't, I think they should, I think I would love to partner with this company. Yeah. Let's, uh, <laughs> should we reach the, out? The, the article, the, the title of this podcast episode will be please partner with us. American, American dream nut butter. <laughs> and people have to listen. American to dream nut butter. Are you listening? Are you listening? American? Yeah. Please li- and li- listen to the end for our, our, <laughs> our, our, our advertising. Our title um, should be forward to forty minutes, like the timestamp where we start talking about exactly, <laughs> exactly. We, yeah, we'll have, we'll release a special episode that's just us talking about American nut butter <laughs> while eating it. So we'll just while be eating like, it. Vroom, exactly. Vroom. You sound like a you're like a dog. You got like peanut butter on the roof of your mouth. You ever seen? You that? Sound like a dog with peanut butter on the roof of your you mouth. Ever, you know what that's from? Yeah, dude, Talladega Nights. Yep. It's such a good. It just hit the Netflix, so it's it, on the Netflix. Oh, it did. Hmm. Um. Yeah. That's that's when they. Um, um, that's when he's talking. He he's making him say that he likes crepes. I like crepes. Yeah, like a little bang. It's a little, I, little bang. Here, we're gonna play it here. I, I don't think it's inappropriate. <laughs> if it's inappropriate, uh, we'll, we'll cut it. Okay. But there's an ad. Oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah. Uh, Talladega Nights is a fantastic movie, and um, Will Ferrell is. I don't always love Will Ferrell, but he's fantastic in that movie. Uh, he he is he that really the whole there there it it's all it's. It's funny. Here it is. I have come here to defeat you. Oh, you can't hear it, can you? I can hear it through your mic. But because it's not coming through, is it? Hang on. Let me see if I can. Uh, I don't think I can. I don't know. I don't know why it's not playing. <laughs> I like, I like, this what do I do with my hands? This, That's a quote from that movie. This is, this is like... Uh, it's like, uh, well, um, uh, this is when people are like, wow, you guys definitely don't have an, you guys definitely don't have a, uh, um, <laughs> guys definitely don't have an audio producer. Here it is. I have come here to defeat you. Oh, well, there's strikes two and three right there. <laughs> Did you hear what you said? <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to America, amigo. <laughs> He's got him in like the headlock now. You let go of me, you Formula One jazz nut job. Like the frightened baby chipmunk. You are scared by anything that is different. I will let you go, Ricky. But first, I want you to say, I love crepes. Don't you say it, Ricky. These colors don't run. I'm not going to say it. Frenchie, I thought about it. So why don't you go ahead and break my arm? I do not want to break your arm, Monsieur Bobby, but I am a man of my word. Here's the deal. He's not going to break it because I'm going to slip out of it right now. Houdini! Whoa! Houdini! Someone might as well give me a beer while I'm down here. But you have forced me to do this. You are now mocking me and making me look ridiculous. Just say, I love crepes. No. Just to put this in there, yeah. I had a whole mess of crepes this morning. They're just like pancakes, maybe even better. Wait, are they the really thin pancakes? Yeah. Yes, they are. They are the really thin pancakes. It's just a French word for them. <laughs> oh, my God. I love Wouldn't those. Would you want on them and stuff? I'm just saying. Think about it. They come with cheese sometimes? So yes, of course. They're from us, crepe. Well, why didn't someone yell at it right, right away? Do you know what's in the crepes, Suzette? Oh, I love the crepes, Suzette. With the sugar and yeah, the, the sugar lemon and juice. Yeah, the lemon juice, sure. Come on, yeah. I, w- I wish I could crawl into one of those right now. Oh, <laughs> well, I'll eat my way out from the inside. <laughs> oh, man, you know, either way this goes down, can we go get some after we're done? Absolutely, we're going to do that. Boss, so what if you just said, I love a really thin pancakes? That is a fair compromise, no? That is a fair compromise. That's very, very fair. fair. Actually, okay. Yeah. Now, because then everyone know I really make crepes. That's actually a pretty good compromise right there. Why do you want me to break your arm so badly? You don't understand. You don't understand because you don't understand liberty. You don't understand freedom. So you put a crack in my arm like the crack in the liberty bell. You hear me? Hey, hey, it's just between you and me, okay? Yeah. I mean, forget all these other guys, but 
He did give you a pretty decent out. But it's your call. What do you think? Don't say it. Yeah, I'm not going to say it. Nope. Break it, Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> As you wish. If you were looking for a CR. <laughs> he really did it. He really did he it. He really did it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that movie's great. Uh, well, I think that it, should right? end it. I think that should end it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. It lets break it, Pippa Nippu. Oh, break it. I love it. I, my, my favorite line in that is, like, those two, I'm sorry, but, like, those two guys are, like, 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 I, I don't know how else to explain it other than, like, I know I know certain people that are, like, these colors don't run. These colors don't run. <laughs> you know, like, America. Fair. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyways, it's uh, maybe we'll cut this. All right, well, I think we've done the damage for the day, huh? Uh, I think so. I think so. I think we've done done the damage. Remember, we are off next week. No episode. Yeah. Um, we'll return with your regularly scheduled programming after our summer <laughs> vacation. Right. Maybe sponsored by the American Dream Nut Butter Company. That would almost be better than being retweeted by post malone's dad and by sponsored we mean just if you just want to send us stuff we will gladly advertise for you that is all that would you be don't necessary. even have to pay us nope. that's fine nope <laughs> just send us uh send me some uh monster cookie peanut butter and i think we mm. can call it good that sounds good that yep. sounds good all right hey have a great uh rest of the week check us out on facebook instagram twitter at dad tales dadtales.com tiktok we are tiktokers um and uh anyways uh can't wait to continue to engage with you and thank you so much for listening with that we are out thanks for listening to dad tales the podcast by dads for dads please make sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you enjoy your podcasting and also be sure to check us out on social media at dad tales on instagram facebook and twitter Have a great week.